everyone this is ali once again episode 84 i say once again as if it's a problem but i'm back <laughs> uh, this is episode 84 uh if i've got my math right 83 was kazi and 84 we have someone i've been looking forward to talking to for a while i know you have probably been looking forward to hearing from for a while we have maria on the show maria how are you glad to be ah. glad to have you on the show <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm sorry it's taken so long for us to get together and do this. It's not a problem. As I keep telling people, I am way more uh, available than everybody else in the world because I have nothing to do. I'm at home. I work from home. And, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, people are out doing stuff. So it's always, yeah. yeah, the scheduling is a thing. But yeah, how are you? How are things? How's, how's life? Life is a... fucking roller coaster man yeah. i can't i cannot catch a break um if it's like if i'm not working then i'm like mentally stressed and if i'm mm-hmm. not mentally stressed then i'm like physically stressed like somewhere you're very um, busy um so obviously like you know since covid hit it it was a little bit like i was in the middle of my tour at that time and i still had a couple of shows scheduled and okay. so i was a little freaking like i was freaking out because i'm like okay I don't know what to do like how do I survive and obviously I had savings because like I said I was on tour so I was performing a lot and getting a lot of money out of that which is how I earn right but then when covid hit I was in the middle of getting a new apartment and I had to pay down payment and all that jazz you know that stuff yeah an adult and so then I kind of just survived my way through until I basically lost all my money because i had this to is survive. what march april this is march till perhaps the end of may right and at this by time, june i was were, like at this in... point i was here in karachi obviously okay. that was like the peak of like it was a pandemic you know so like i mean it's i feel like it's still a pandemic and no one's given two craps about it but yep it was pretty bad and I think to some extent I had it like under control. Mm. But then in June it kind of started going out of control. And so June to like maybe last month it was like survive 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 do anything and everything that you can to get your bills paid and then I had to move out from the apartment that I had initially gotten in March because a pipe bursted. Um while I was away, yeah, I wow. went over to my friend's place to just sort of like catch a break. and i get a phone call from like the building guy and he's like there's water coming out of your apartment <laughs> so yeah it was it was a roller coaster like these are little itty bitty things that people on the internet don't really know yeah um i don't show i don't i don't talk about that because i'm like there's enough stress that people already put up online and i don't want to do that but hmm. sometimes it's good to talk about it to give some sort of an awareness that yeah, yeah. matlab hamari bhi zindagi hai 
Your situation is sort of unique. It's not something that people do, just leave home. And I was like, yeah, it's in a blog about being broke. And she's in this, I saw this interview you did with Dino. And she said, yeah, she broke. Like just maybe she, maybe her family and her are like estranged or something. Because Pakistan has a hota do nahi But then you're yeah. like, no, my dad's saying, come back. Oh, it's fine. This is her choice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, so when my mother passed away, mm-hmm. I was in a very bad place four years ago. Naturally, like anybody would when they've lost a parent, right? Yeah. And my mom and I were very close and I still feel like a part of her is with me still, which is why I, I sometimes will talk about her in present tense. I'm not crazy. I'm very well aware. Um, but, you know, when she passed away, it was really difficult to sort of just put things into perspective. And it took its time. Mm. I went into a really bad fall mentally. I was battling with depression. I've been battling with anxiety since I was 13 years old. Right. And I realized that I, w- I had horrible anxiety uh, problems when I was 17, 18. And that's when I, like, learned about it and everything. So... For me to like physically push myself to do something, to get out of the bed, to like move, to make myself a meal, it was it was a mission. But right. you know, and then I lived in Lahore after that for for a year or two, and then mm-hmm. that didn't really do well because I was just somehow because of where my head was at, I was just constantly attracting negative energy. And I really believe in that because I feel like if you surround yourself with the right kind of people, the positive kind of people, the people who are sorted, the people who can help and guide you do things and like, you know, and on top of that, if you can learn to be okay with yourself, um, that was one of the biggest things that I was fighting and battling that I can't be okay. I need to get out. I need to meet a friend. I need to do this. Even if it's like, just go on a little drive around Islamabad. I need to do something. And that really messed me up. And towards the end of 2018 was probably the darkest because just went through a bad breakup (laughs) and then started doing all sorts of dumb things, uh, things that I can't even like put out, but it wasn't drugs. Don't worry. I I don't do drugs. (laughs) But I was just constantly... black magic. It was it was it was voodoo. It was black it? magic. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it was just a lot of stupid things that like any twenty-something kid would do. Right. And it can. And I mean, I was just so carefree and like in a bad way that like I wouldn't even switch the light on in my bedroom. I'd be like, "Huh, andera, to khare, kuch nahi hota. Mm. Tu bister mein hu. And that kind of freaked out my brother. Like, he would come in to be like, yo, are you alive? What the fuck are you doing? Like, he's dude, older? He's eight years older. He's my okay. best friend. I okay. love him to death, like, literally. I mean, any sibling would love their sibling to death regardless. But Danish and I have a very, very special kind of relationship. So he mm. was sort of, you know, when I started to notice that he is getting a little 
concerned. I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this to my bro. I can do this to my number one supporter. I need to get mm. my shit together. That's when I decided that 2019 needs to be the year where I literally just find out what I can do. I lived in Lahore for six years, uh, on and off, back and forth with Islamabad. And then I was like, okay, screw I'm moving to Karachi. Okay. Why didn't uh, why did you move to Lahore? Uh, was it at the Nescafe basement time? Yeah, it was during the Nescafe basement time. And then obviously, because Lahore is only four and a half hours away from Islamabad. Sure. Jana, vaha kaam karna, asan tha, you know, mm. it, it made sense at that time. Right. But I'm, I'm not regretful towards maybe living there or having those negative experiences because then I wouldn't be thinking this way. I'd be right. much more ignorant mm. and arrogant, as some mm. would say. But yeah, I, when I moved here, I moved here with one suitcase um, and 20,000 rupees. Here being Karachi. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When I moved to Karachi last March in 2019, it was actually for a project. And I was like, okay, I'll just take it because the money is coming out. I'll just take it because I'm not going to stay here for a I stayed here for a month and I had no money. And the whole payment structure of my job, it's not like that I've been working for a month and I've just got money in my account. It's very rarely. It's very rarely. The actual way is that if I've done something massive grand project endorsement yeah you don't get paid asap there's a whole schedule um sometimes it takes 30 days sometimes it takes 40 days sometimes right, it right. takes 60 days sometimes even 120 days and that's all because of you know these are big chunks of money that are coming into the middle agency just go get then distributes the payments to the people that they've hired. Right. So it goes through a lot of like banks and like a lot of taxes and sure. this and that and divide. So, you know, that all takes time. <laughs> that also happens. That also happens. Of course. Sure. I have dealt with uh, <laughs> that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, so when you, when, and that's like another thing I want to talk about later in the conversation. But yeah, I had no money, man. I was sleeping at people's couches, didn't know mm. what the hell I was doing. Still like sort of like, it was like the last bits of like my dark phase. I was like, karna yaar, ab to kar liya. Mahine baad maine abbu ko bataya. How, like. how old are you at this point? I'm 26. When, you're 26? Oh, I'm 26 right now. So when but I this moved is 25. Here, oh, okay. No. 24 going 25. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. And so you've, this is, I guess, age-wise, it's, you're not in a weird place where you're trying to live on your own. But Pakistan, it's not that you go through so much in like this compressed period. This is my third apartment since I moved here in a year and a half. Okay. And I'm, and like, I mean, this place also has, like, you know, like I said earlier, I all, I'm, I'm all about vibes and energy and this and that. So when I, when me and my current roommate, we came, we were apartment hunting mm. after my last place got leaked, like the pipes and stuff. I was like, okay, I guess I'm moving out. And mm. that time I was actually on my own. Like I didn't have a roommate because I was earning well for myself. Things were picking back up. Right. Then COVID right. Hit, et cetera. 
So when I came here, initially when we saw this apartment, I was like, oh, perfect. Mm. This is where we're staying. I don't care. We, we got to make this happen. So, you know, I mean, yeah, my dad was a little skeptical. He's like, what the hell? Like, hey, you have a house. Why are you going to work here? office? Hai? Like, you know, obviously, like, there's mm. that barrier generation gap. Yeah. I told him, I was like, Dad, I've been earning for myself since I was 16 years old. In fact, I've been earning for myself since I was 13 years old. I understand the value of money. And mm. you have to always remember that I am my mother's daughter at the end of the day. Like, she is the woman who's built me and raised me and bred me to face these things. If my mom moved out of her house when she was 25 years old, I can do the same thing too. And you know, you, we can't cancel that out. And obviously with time he understood and then he started seeing me taking up much more responsibilities than I was before when I was still living with my family. And my family is super protective. Like I've been blessed. I mean, yes, of course, the foreign aspect of my family passed away, but my dad being a Punjabi, my brother being more Pakistani than I am, you know, being the only female in my family, uh, minus my hobby, of course. Um, it was, it was, it was all pure trust and luck from their side as well. You know, mm. I've seen a lot of my girlfriends who want to move out, who want to like do things on their own, but they have zero support, and it sucks. But at the same time, it's like it's a culture thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not normal for people to have um, girls living on their own, and it's not easy. Yeah, and it's it's just not a thing like in our yeah, social structure or practice. But you've mentioned your family and your parents quite a few times. So I guess uh, understanding how you got here, uh, it would it would make sense to talk about your your yeah. like life growing up. Um, yeah, like that you said you've been making money since you're 13. I'm assuming that's from music. Um, yeah, yeah, or, performing, performing. Sure. Um, I started off with theater, actually. That's how okay. I started making money. So you grew up in Islamabad? Yeah. Okay. So what's, what's, um, what was the situation like growing up? Like, how did you get involved in theater, music? How did that progress? So, you know, like being Filipino, it's kind of our culture. Mm. My mom was very, very, like, um, adamant towards. How did your parents meet? They're not a lot oh, of Filipinos in Pakistan. They, Oh, you'd be surprised. Oh, you there are? Yeah. I hope just opened up here at Khaibana Shabazz and mm-hmm. the Philippine was working there. My reference is I, I grew up in Dubai and right. the percentage yeah. of Filipinos there. Oh, that's really? where my parents met. Yeah, um, back in okay. 85 or 86, I think. Okay. My mom okay. was working there. My dad was living there. My dad, I think, moved there when he was a kid. And Really? My dad... Yeah, like, yeah, they met there. <laughs> so, my father would like take my mom's. So, I think they were working in the same office building or okay. something. Okay. And, or something of the sort. And my dad would like steal my mom's mail and pretend that it mistakenly. Classic. Him. Moves, yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know. And then I guess she was smitten by him. And then they started dating and then they got married eventually very cool okay yeah but music uh so performing arts i I think i'll just categorize it as performing Mm, arts because you know 
um, is a huge part of the Filipino culture. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Karaoke, dancing, food, all of that jazz. Like my mom was super adamant that she wanted us to have great cultural roots. She's like, okay, but chunku Pakistan me to play karaoke. Yeah. How'd she find Pakistan? Balance. She struggled, obviously, in the beginning, yeah. like any other foreigner would. But because my mom was my mom, <laughs> she was someone who would not be able to sit down for more than five minutes. Mm. She constantly wants to do something. So language barrier definitely because I don't Until she passed, even her Urdu was still tuti puti. But right. she was one clever woman. She was so smart. She knew exactly how to get around her way. She started, uh, we were living in this uh, sector in Asamba called I-10. I was okay. very little. I think I must have been like three or four years old or maybe okay. even younger, infant. And so she was like, all right, I cannot be a housewife. I'm not going to be a housewife. Uh, that's just not how I am built sure. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she started walking around in the neighborhood and started offering math and English classes to kids. It's like, I'll tutor you. And I'll help you with your homework. And uh, that's kind of how she got her way around. Then she started teaching martial arts in different schools. She was a black belt in martial arts. And then, um, yeah, something I'm very proud of. Because then she started training me and my elder brother as well. So we were like her assistants. (laughs) Yeah, so that's how she kind of got around. And she just constantly wanted us to sing on the karaoke. Right. (laughs) punishment Sing this journey song. Just <laughs> you sing it now. And I'd be like, dude, mom, the song's so lame. Right. But then that's one of my favorite songs, Open Arms, but Journey, it's one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. now. But yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And then obviously, like, she was a big, uh, she had a big role in the Filipino community. So she would host a bunch of Filipino events and just like some cultural events with, with the embassy or at right, our house. Right. She'd make me and my brother perform. Saying nice. like little duets and stuff. And then one thing led to another. I started, you know, really enjoying it when I was maybe 10, 11, 12 type. I just really started enjoying it. That was the era when pop was such a big deal. Like, you know, everybody was listening to pop songs and Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake and NSYNC and this and that. So everybody was like all up in Destiny's Child and mm. all that jazz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> started singing in schools one thing led to another my brother actually uh how he got into it like he was doing a play with one of our theater directors shasha rabil okay and for uh, phantom of the opera i believe okay and Maybe. then he was like one of the backstage manager thingy okay. guy one of those yeah, sure sure then he went off to Mary Poppins. He was again working for that theater play. So he met Natasha Humera Ijaz, who's okay. also a, right. a real yeah. cool indie folk singer here. Mm-hmm. So she was like, uh, you know, why don't you get your sister to come and audition for something, blah, blah, blah. I think this is, I might be even telling you this, like very missing out the main details. Like in it's fine. Sure. Yeah. And then it was like Lion King Pakistan. This is back in 2008, I want to say. Okay. Seven, eight type. I think I want to say that. Um, 
So she was like, I went, I gave an audition. I got the part. I was a lioness. And to do another theater play. I was, I think, 13 at the time. Right. 13, going 14 at the time. And I was one of the youngest uh, people to play a lead role for the Grease. The Grease. For Grease. <laughs> the famous musical. Yeah. So that's how it pretty much started, man. That's when I was like, oh, okay, I'm comfortable to be on stage in front of all these people. Mm. And then, you know, as you grow older, as you hit puberty, as you become a teenager, you develop certain interests and then i got into punk rock and i of started punk rock songs everywhere sure. and then my mom taught me four guitar chords and then i would be busking yes and i would actually I've even been like kicked out of a couple of restaurants outside in Islamabad. This is How do you, what is the, what's the situation like? So there's a restaurant and you decide, I'm just going to stand outside this place and sing songs. Yeah. Sometimes I would do this. I would, when I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now so, I'm a customer. <laughs> now I'm a customer. Now you can't even pay me. Because I ordered this drink with you. This has actually wow, happened. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Because I hated being home. I, I wasn't... Like I just hated being home. I was like, yeah, I right. have a class. Because my dad yeah. would be working. My brother was in college. My mom was working. I was always alone at home. Right. From like... I'd come back from school. I hated school. I, I was bullied in high school and okay. actually bullied throughout my entire education. Okay. And I hated school. I was like, man, people suck here. Like mm. people are assholes. I don't want to deal with anybody. <laughs> I'm just going to be in my little shell. So I started busking at I was 16 and that's when I met my best friend now. And she was like my first, she's like, I'm going to make you a star. Mm. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. How did people uh, react when you were, by the way, doing the thing, doing the busking situation at a restaurant. How are people in the restaurant reacting to the owners? Are the management's always super over the top? But... Yeah, managers and like waiters and shit. What about like the, like the people at the restaurant? Enjoying it. Yeah, okay. like they were enjoying it. I remember getting requests as well. And then I, then I shifted it up. Sometimes I'd go to like a restaurant with more foreigners because I, I would know that, oh, okay. Right. Inko to inko to ha, ha, ha. Inko to not right. that I'm saying that Pakistanis won't understand. It's just not part of the culture. No, it's no. It's just not yeah. for a 16-year-old girl to be alone. Yeah. I was just someone who didn't care. I didn't know this actually mm. when I was in those days because ammi aati thi office se 6:30 baje main school se farag hoti thi 1:00 baje okay matlab school uniform mein bhi chali jayegi so i would make sure ki main ye sara kuch ammi ke ghar aane se pehle karu i've tried it in lahore it was a fail i don't even want to think about trying it in karachi because yeah 
अगेन इज नॉट अ कल्चर अनलेस आप सारे इकट्ठे दोस्तों के साथ बैठे हुए और आप वैसे जैम कर रहे हो दैट्स डिफरेंट Yeah. But if I right now, if I take this laptop and I start walking down either Clifton Way. Yeah, I'd say it's not safe. Just. पत्थरी फेंकेंगे इतने बार। बेशक अगर मेरे हाथ में टेजर हो या छुरी हो as a self-defense weapon or whatever. Maybe. Yeah. But okay, but it's 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 amazing yeah. that you did this. So uh, all the karaoke growing up helped. with Absolutely. the theater and this Absolutely it really did and i feel like my mom has a huge part in in my career today i was a very shy very like introvert kind of a kid my okay. when somebody would talk to me meri awaaz badal jati thi mm. it was weird I, i would just like not be myself you know mm. if that makes any sense so it was it was very different for me when i started making उस उस जमाने में ना YouTube बैन था हमारे पाकिस्तान में ना हमारे पास कोई और फिर बीच में Facebook भी बैन हो गया था तो मतलब बंदा कहाँ अपना कॉन्टेंट डाले इन्फ्लुएंसर्स मेरे से पहले विद ऑल ड्यू रिस्पेक्ट हमारे पहले जो लोग थे उन्होंने अपने लिए एक मार्केट टारगेट सेट कर लिया था विच मेंट के वी हैड टू मीट दैट एक्सपेक्टेशन आवाम के लिए जो उन्होंने उनको किस किस तरह कहते हैं सुगर राइट इज दैट द राइट वर्ड सुगर सॉरी मींस लाइक होमली ओके नो लाइक wrong choice of word my yeah. wrong choice of word no so like um they spoiled the audience in terms ke like you know this is matlab ke jab junoon ka zamana tha jab sure. anur nuri ka zamana tha people started wanting more of that but then yeah. even nuri and junoon at that time even vital signs at that time wa- wanted to evolve mm. but then they were so restrained that they kept putting out the same things that people were liking to wo मेरे वक्त के म्यूजिशियंस के लिए बहुत मुश्किल हो गया था कि हम हम अब क्या करें अब हम एक नूरी टाइप गाना निकाले आई लव नूरी लाइक आई लर्न अ लॉट फ्रॉम अली नूर एंड अली हमजा बट बट आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू प्रिटेंड टू दैट्स नॉट हु यू आर दैट्स नॉट हु आई एम सो नाउ व्हेन दीस पीपल लाइक यू नो मोमिना मुनीर अलीना हयात ऑल दीस गाइस मुस्तफा बाबर हमजा अमीन ऑल दीज किड्स ऑन यूट्यूब वन देर मेकिंग देर कॉन्टेंट वन देर मेकिंग देर कॉन्टेंट ऑन इंस्टाग्राम इट्स यूर लिटरली सेटिंग द बार हाई फॉर एवरीबडी एंड इन अ गुड वे इन द सेंस के आप सबको एक ये रूम ऑफ क्रिएटिविटी स्पेस दे रहे हैं कि मतलब यार कि अगर हम कर सकते हैं अगर मोमना कैसे मतलब वायरल हुई शी पुर वीडियो ऑफ स्कूल her school yeah that that's that's genius if yeah. i did that 11 years ago log keh rahe honge yaar ye kya you know which people said to her too to be fair i'm sure in the I'm comments sure. they'd be like why am i watching this that sort of stuff sure but, but they're so watching yeah more people relate to it than don't uh, yeah. but we'll we'll come to that in a second because there's a whole agenda with regards <laughs> to the music industry <laughs> but um so now you're doing the busking thing and you're into punk rock yeah. um are these at the same time or are they at the same time right okay. around the same time really so how do you go from busking in punk rock and i suppose this is high school at this time yeah like junior high yeah how does that turn into 
I suppose knowing the theater community and Natasha Ijaz, they're all musicians. They were musicians at that time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So is that how you get into sort of writing your own really. thing, becoming a no. musician? Because, no, 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 not at all. Because this was the phase where I was like, I don't have no friends. I'm all by myself. <laughs> right. I don't need nobody. Like, you know, okay. like, it's kind of weird. Right. That thing. Shit. Yeah. That, that phase. That everybody goes through, I feel. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this was like, Okay, so it all started when my best friend of Rose, she was walking around in this park. She's the person who's going to make you a star, right? She's the person who's going to make me a star. Um, I love her to bits, man. She's mm. like, she's like, oh, she's like, she's, she reminds me so much of my mother, actually. Her work ethic, her way of thinking, her care, her love. And she's like, yeah, you're very good. I'm going to open this cafe. And I'm just right. like, I'm sorry, what? I don't know Urdu. I was that dumb kid. I was like, what? Oh, she didn't yeah. know you at the time? No, no, no. We had, I oh, was this... a stranger to her. She was a stranger oh, to me. That's okay. how we met. Okay, okay. So she's like, uh, I was like, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so that's how it started. I started performing in different cafes. Uh, a Rosewood, like, she was an event manager in the making at that time. She was... Just like, you know, as a hobby, events supporting the music, underground music scene in Islamabad. And, you know, she was curating different kinds of gigs for different bands and different musicians and this and that. Tickets BHDP. She would make a little bit of profit. She'd, she'd invested into another show. Sure. So that's how it all started. But then uh, it all stopped drastically when I turned 18. Okay. For maybe six months it all just stopped drastically. I think I think there was like, most of the concerts had stopped. Did you uh, stop or did the scene stop? Scene stopped. Okay. Which then led to me being very like depressed because I was like, fuck shit, man. Like, yeah. you know, my work, yeah. like I was enjoying this. What the hell? Yeah. And that was also the time I was realizing that, oh, I have anxiety. <laughs> mm. Like, oh, anxiety being cheese and then I and then I was struggling with school, a lot of like bullshit things, like I'd like to say that I didn't expect this, but growing up in Pakistan and the UAE around Pakistanis, yeah, this is that's it's shitty that it happened, but sadly, it's not surprising. But it's, I'm it's glad. Not, that's yeah. I I'm mean, glad you're here now. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I say. Like, I have no regrets hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. But yeah. So when I stopped all of that, I also I went up to my mom one day and I was like, "Ma, then music." I don't want to study. I'm like, this is just not me. If everything I I don't want to do this. I just want to move on. And I want to make music. And that is what I want to do. And she was like, okay. Take a year off. And uh, see what you can do in that time. But if you can't prove yourself to me, then I'm shipping you to boarding school because that's our deal right i was like okay <laughs> I was like okay fine <laughs> sure but i had so much faith in myself that i knew that i wouldn't go right and 
you know school ko bata diya aaj se main school nahi aa rahi mera admission cancel karne ye wo sab kuch badi confident thi main mega screw it all and little did i know at that time that it would turn out to be such a great deal of a favor um in my hands because that was a time when ali noor and ali hamza approached my school in search for me because some video of mine uh went viral ish on uh facebook okay they're like yaar ye bachchi kon hai and that that time they were doing a project with fanta which was mm-hmm. that they were scouting for young musicians singers like between the ages of 11 to 18 sure to mujhe phir school se call aati hai and they're like uh, and this is after you've left school so i'm like many are going back and fight out but mujhe ek hafte baad ek call aati hai from my administrator and she's like my i need you to come to the campus right now i was like yo i told you like <laughs> that place is not for me yeah she's like my please try to understand there are a few people here waiting for you and they want to meet you and i'm like what people like what the fuck do i do now <laughs> I was a rebel, right? I was always yeah. getting myself in like sure. trouble, like ajeeb cheese. It's, mm. it's too too much of a censor type. Yeah. Anyway, very PG. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing a lot of stupid, like childish teenage shit. So I was like, Fuck, what did I do now? Like, mm. I've like, literally been home one week. I didn't do mm. shit. <laughs> then after I hung up on my administrator. Then she called my mom, and my mom's like, "Get to the campus. I'm, I'll meet you there." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Okay. I get to the campus. I find out that um, this band Nuri. At that time, I didn't know who Nuri was. Like, I was this burger kid who who's, who barely knew Urdu properly, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, let alone the music scene of Pakistan. I didn't really know. I feel like when I was seventeen, eighteen, I kind of like didn't realize that Pakistan maybe musicians or bands yeah. successful. Hey, I was so like ignorant towards these things. so kyunki main apni zindagi mein thi like apni duniya mein thi so i get there and i'm like who are these tall as men and why are they cameras here and what is happening oh they showed up with cameras cuz they were filming every single thing oh. so i was just like what is happening and then they explained everything they're like hi we saw your video blah 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 this that this that aap hamare liye gana kare hamari performance hai why don't you pick a new song sing with us Uh, blah, and then we'll tell you, and then this that. It was like I'm just like going through it because it's too much detail. But I went back home. My mom talked me into it. She's like, "You have to do this. This is great. This is good for you. It's a big brand. It's Fanta. It's this. It's that. You know, it's so true. Like that was your chance. Like otherwise, right. do you want boarding school?" And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So then I learned "Sari Raat," and that was the first Nuri song that I heard, and I learned and. Uh, And then I performed it with Ali Noor. I think I might still have pictures. I'll send it to you. Maybe you can insert yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and then a week later, Nuri and my mom, they got into a plan together to surprise me and tell me that uh, I'm on board for the show that they were doing. So they surprised me. I went on board. I got the whole full glam experience. The whole travel. the fancy bougie hotel living this that main ammi ko saath lekar gayi i was like ammi aap to chale na main to i was so yeah. very shy <laughs> and so yeah. yeah that's pretty much how i got into the industry as some would say 
Because like a year and a half later, Zulfi found that same video. Mm. Uh, one of our very, very close mutual friends, Kenny, who's a drummer. Mm-hmm. He pushed my video to Zulfi and he's like, Yaar, is bachi ho jekko. she's very good. Angrezi gaati hai. Matlab, yeah. Kaun gaati hai? <laughs> much Yeah. That now I can say that I have some sort of a mark in this industry. Mm. But unfortunately, you kind of just have to do it on your own. You know. Mm. Yeah. So the Fanta thing happens and then Nescafe, that's when you move to Lahore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I was a lot of back and forth because it's not so close. Yeah. Okay. And then is that when you st- is that around the time when you started uh like pr- having your own music produced like your singles no 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 not at all actually um that was a time when i was just doing nescafe basement covers covers uh that was just when i was doing different other covers like for live shows and stuff all of like when i started writing towards the end of 2015 Mm. when my mom was battling cancer mm. that's when i fully was confident i mean usse pehle bhi likhti thi lekin kabhi gaati nahi thi logon ke liye wo main sure. sirf apne liye gaati thi but then that was 2015 after the all girl during the all girl band phase mm. when it was still in the works that's when i realized i was like oh shit i can totally write songs because obviously i matured i was i think 20 21 and i was like oh okay nice cool cool like this is good stuff like i can do this this is this is I started becoming more comfortable with myself to yeah. perform to um you know write and share my story with people uh and that's when I started writing the album uh for my mother which mm-hmm. I still have yet to uh gain the courage to uh record it and send it out so that was when I sort of started writing that's when I wrote strong yeah. I was very very uh lucky enough that my mom was able to hear a strong and that you know she that was one of her favorite songs as well and so uske baad then i started writing more recording more um yeah hmm a weird thing to ask would be when your mom passes away how does that I know people who've had parents who've passed away, people who are mm. very close in my life. And there's it's it's weird like you know, for other people when like my nanny passed away, all right. Mm. I've known her my entire life. She's passed away. I was sad. A year later, it's like, yeah, my nanny, you know, she passed away and it's fine. You know, mm. you sort of get over it or sort of learn to live with it. But mm. from what i've seen in my limited experience with people whose parents have passed away especially people both if they've had a close relationship or if they haven't had a close relationship until yeah. until towards uh the end yeah. you sort of uh it makes sense you sort of carry that 
in a much deeper way with yeah. you. Uh, so I was interested in learning. You've mentioned you had a history of like, you know, recognizing that you had anxiety and that sort of stuff. And then at the start, you said that, you know, you were in like this weird sort of fog. That's, that's, that's one thing that happens when you're depressed. It's yeah. just like, you know, you're just going through the days. That's happening a lot now with COVID, yeah. especially when yeah. people are home and just working from home. And yeah, you realize so much. Yeah, and also, you know, every day is like, you don't know, and you're like, oh, what happened? Yesterday, everything was different, and you don't recognize how time passed. How, how did that affect you, especially because this seems to be at the point where you're starting to make your own music, just yeah. at that junction, yeah. uh, moving away from covers into your own thing, something that I would imagine, I'm not a musician anymore, but something I would imagine requires a lot of confidence because when you're doing covers it's a song you like and you know that song is great and you can sing it and people will like mm. it but when it's yeah. a song that you write it's like you know for example just using the reference john legend but this mm. is me and you know who knows if people will like it and that requires a lot of self-belief and confidence and i thought that how does that affect you at that point in terms of your career like in terms of your pursuit of music do you just do things just stop do you just say one thing is that sometimes people just quit for a while they're like i don't even have to yeah. talk about this that's what i wanted is, to do <laughs> yeah but the alternative is people fully dive into something just so that they don't have to think about what just happened so yeah how did you sort of work for me life? when mom was really sick um that was when Zulti uh, approached me for the all-girl band. And I was a little skeptical. I was like, yeah, I can go back and forth, but fuck, man, I don't want to have any sort of like distractions yeah, or distractions. Sure. But my mom being my mom, she was like, look, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity you're getting right now. Something that Zulti is trying to put together is probably not going to happen. It's not going to come around this easily again. So you might as well go. I'm fine. I'll be fine. You're, I'm not by myself. She pushed me to do it and I did it. And during that time, I did feel very disconnected. I was, uh, I was going through a lot of dark days. Mm. So I was like, yeah, let me say do, do, et cetera, et cetera. One thing led to another. She, uh, when she was getting really, really sick, I had mentally prepared myself. I remember it was 2015, December, mm. and I mentally prepared myself. I was like, yeah, you know, she passed away uh, 2016, August. So till August, it was pretty much mentally preparation. Yeah. Huh? I was still gigging and touring. That was when the All Girl Band came out. We were pretty, we blew up massively. You know, I, I I knew that it would go thora bada, but like itna bada nahi yeah. Yeah. Mein. So I was dealing with that, going through you know my own struggles with my mom being really sick, and you know I got to a point where I was like, okay, y'all girl band sara ye sara khatam hoon jaye, aur phir main break lungi, ammi ke saath break liya maine 
امی پھر انفارچونیٹلی اوبیسلی شی پاسٹ اینڈ چالیس دن کے لیے چلو وہ جو چالیسواں والا پیریڈ جو چلتا ہے وہ آئی واز ڈیلنگ ود دیٹ آئی واز فگرنگ آؤٹ آل ہر اسٹف اینڈ دین کوئی لائک ویک لیٹر آفٹر دا چالیسواں They got a call from Levi's and they're like, you know, we want you to perform. We have this sort of a thing, this sort of a that. So, you I'm dealing with this, this, this. I can't. Yeah. And then they're like, nee, you know, they came back again. Yeah, this was in September. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do it. Sure. Called up my friend at that time, Sanya. I was like, hey, man, I'm going. I'm doing this. Do you want to come with me? And... perform with me i think it'll be cool if you could back me up on stage right i wasn't meant to sing strong that night um they had asked me to sing an original but i was going to sing something else uh, that i had specifically wrote for that show mm. but i because i wasn't ready to sing strong right so it's a very heavy song it is quite a heavy especially song. so close yeah. to you know your yeah. mom's actual passing yeah and yeah. so sanya actually at that time bless her i'm really grateful for her to advise me to to do this and you know she was like yo you got to sing strong man like that's a that's a dope ass song mm. and uh i did it i sang it and when i sang it you can tell clearly on the video like 50 din hue the sirf you can tell clearly in the video that that whatever the way i sang it then i can't ever sing it the same ever mm. and i've tried multiple times for me strong is one of those songs that i don't need to rehearse it just comes out yeah and it's part of you it became such a great hit that it just opened up so many doors for me i mean i started getting connected with people all around the world um people from india people from bangladesh people from nepal people from uh canada america england you name it dude like everywhere like بے شک اگر وہ پاکستانی ہی ہو یا دیسی ہی ہو انہوں نے میرا گانا سنا ہے انہوں نے مجھے خود ہی بولا یو نو وٹ ٹو می دا ڈے آئی ڈیسائڈنگ ویری ویری سیریسلی واز دا ڈے وین آئی گاٹ این ای میل فروم اے فیلو فین ہو از لائک ڈوڈ یور سانگ اسٹرانگ ہیز ہیلپ می کوپ ود دس تھنگ دیٹ آئی ایم گوئنگ تھرو اینڈ آئی کین ناٹ بی more thankful enough i can't can't even imagine to to i i couldn't imagine what you must have been going through until i had to deal with my problems and i heard this song and it's helped me for me that's priceless yeah. for me like you know i mean itne log keh rahe the yaar maria tumhara song hit ho gaya tum to ameer ho gayi hogi and i'm like no dude like that's not the point really that's not the fucking point man yeah. like agar yeah. paise ke liye banana ho to main bhi kuch like dhumka shumka type gana nikal <laughs> ڈیوٹیڈ especially with the way we dealt with the scheduling for this episode because yeah. like i talk to a lot of people just as like an aside now it's about me because i can't let any episode go without <laughs> we talk to a lot of people because a big part of the show is getting guests and you know 
everyone's interested in hearing from famous people because they usually just do whatever they're doing and you don't get to hear yeah. about their story, their life, their process, their struggles. Yeah. So that's also a lot of who I try to speak to. And, yeah. you know, like people just flake and yeah. they're just like, hi, uh, I'll let you know. I'll let, and I'm, I'm always extra chill. I'm like, yeah, they're gone. Yeah. Makeup yeah. Makeup yeah. And the thing I told the other boys also who are part of the show is that, you know, now what Rizwan's a photographer, he does portraits for people, you know, just show up at a cafe, I'll take your picture. And people are like, yeah, Rizwan, I'm on vanished, never show up. And he's sitting at a cafe for like three hours waiting for 10 people, four show up. That's horrible. And, and everyone's like, hi, traffic me pas gaya. So, three hours. <laughs> traffic yeah. Time? And I mean, yeah, no, that is work, work ethic. I cannot even begin. Yeah. So I was, over. just to finish that, I was like, I messaged them yesterday. And I bro, it's such a change that this, this person, she's just, you know, saying shit. Like, I mean, you have a lot of followers. You get a lot of messages. You don't have to tell me that, you know, you're sorry you got back late. It's just, it's just not necessary because I'm not looking for that. But the yeah. fact that you do, and yeah. that you're trying to schedule something and you're letting me yeah. know and there's updates. People don't do this. And people don't do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that you do is such a change for like such a small network setup as ours. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's much bigger than this is something I'm sure you're just doing, because that's just the way you approach this. You're not saying I have to be professional, but this is just the way you operate. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone hasn't said this to you, it's it's really great that you do things this way. Thanks, man. I, yeah. I feel like the little things, like for me, when if someone comes up to me and goes like, oh, man, I love your music, that's mm. big. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I want to know, like, I'm, like, like, do I need to be more professional? Like, do we need to get on another level? You tell me right now, you know? Like, I'm that kind of a person. I I just, if meeting are in a meeting, do it. उस मीटिंग में अगर फ्लफी करना है बातें फ्लफ हो ठीक है माय पार्टनर एंड आई वी एक्चुअली से फ्लफ लाइक इट्स ऑलवेज दैट फ्लफ पीरियड राइट पूरा घंटा फ्लफ होगा और आखिरी 10 मिनट काम का बात होगा या आई हेट दैट मैं तो शुरू में ही बैठ लेती हूं मैं बैठती हूं एंड आई एम लाइक ऑल राइट आई हैव 45 मिनट्स व्हाटएवर यू कैन पुट इन दैट 45 मिनट्स रैप इट बिकॉज़ एट 3:45 आई हैव टू गो एंड बी एट अ प्लेस एट 4 पीएम इवन इफ आई डोंट हैव टू बी एनीवेयर एट 4 पीएम मतलब It was of course hard and I thought that okay I many a strong galia ho gaya viral great great job awesome yeah. I'm yeah. out but I wasn't able to that's when uh Nishad Linen approached me for some for their winter campaign at that time a week later I'm basically on a flight to Nepal for a shoot so work just started kicking I never really got the chance to take it all in and actually deal with it in my own pace in my own time which i feel was what brought out the depression in the mm. following years after because mm. i never really fully addressed it within myself that 
یہ ایک چیز ہوا ہے اس کو مجھے سیریسلی لینا ہوگا ہاں ٹھیک ہے امی از ناٹ الائیو اینی مور امی از ناٹ ہیئر بٹ آئی نیڈ ٹو آئی نیڈ ٹو بی And there were a lot of times in the middle where when I didn't do anything, then it would hit me. Sure. So then I would like try to find other things to do. So I would like to say that I was trying to avoid that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is very natural for people to react that way. But yes, thank God, I didn't do any drugs. I didn't do anything. And I'm realizing now, now I'm 26 years old, I, four years from now, I want to be able to just quit all of this and live a healthier life. I'm working towards it, change my diet, um, working towards being more active. I try to get sure. eight hours of sleep. Mm. These are the little, little things to help me cope with this. Because you see, when like the, the grief, the grieving period is never ending. I'm going to yeah. grieve... till i'm i don't know 50 60 i will forever be grieving for the loss of my mom it's just tiny exercises or tiny implementations that you need to put in your life to be able to get over not get over but to be able to, to live, live and work through yeah. yeah so for me you know naturally like my biggest problem was insomnia i couldn't sleep i was up all night watching stupid trash tv to keep myself distracted Um, constantly out, you know, امی سے پہلے میرا کرفیو ہوتا تھا امی کے بعد میرا کرفیو نہیں تھا کوئی مطلب ذکر نہیں کرتا تھا مائی بردر گیوز می ون اے ایم کہ یار رات کے ایک بجے تک تم باہر رہ سکتی ہو ابو وڈن ریلی کیئر ابو وڈ جسٹ بی لائک ان زون ورلڈ ایٹ دیٹ ٹائم ایٹ لیسٹ وین جسٹ نیولی وین مم پاس بٹ بفور وین مم واز لائیو اٹ واز لائک نائن پی ایم آئی نیڈ یو ہوم نو مور نو لیس یو بیٹر بی ہوم اور جب میں نہیں پہنچی تھی نو بجے امی باہر کھڑی ہو جاتی تھی ود ہر Martial well, that's, arts, that's sticks. the worst. Standing <laughs> yeah. out with her stick, be like, I want to know who the heck is dropping you off. Yeah. And I'd be like, Ma, it's just my musician friend. She'd be like, Go on, Amy. Yeah. Go on, Amy. But you're a celebrity. Oh, go on, musician friends. Yeah. So, you know, so there are different things. So, like, now, like, I try to get eight hours of sleep. I try to eat three times a day. I try to, if I can squeeze it in. Uh, these past two weeks, three weeks, I've been horrible. But mm-hmm. why not? My roommate, she goes running every, every alternate day. So I'd, I'd go with her. So I try to like stay active and this and that. Um, another thing that I like to do to help with like not just my loss, but generally my depression, my anxiety that has sort of built up after losing my mother mm-hmm. and sort of like avoided to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I started doing this one thing where I change the position of my furniture around my room. So I do okay. it like every, every month, every two months. I'll just okay. like fiddle around, maybe get something new. Like this chair is new. I just bought mm. this in this morning. Oh. So like things like that. I do things like that just to sort of, you know, my balcony outside, you know, Karachi, we don't get so good balconies. But I think it's a good balcony where I could set it up. So 
these little things I, I sometimes I'll do a little gardening at my partner's house you know he loves plants so I go there and I, when he's not around he travels and works a lot so I just little things that can help me cope with the shit that's going through my head I really feel like channeling these things into tiny tiny projects as they yeah. say yeah uh is really good for your mental sanity it's really good for your mental health and not many people talk about that not many people acknowledge that people are ashamed ke yaar sab na ek misconception logon ne apne dimag mein ye dala hai ke aap agar hamesha dikhaoge ke aap khush hain aap khush rahoge nahi ye bahut galat hai sometimes it's worse It makes, things worse. Worse. Yeah. it makes things worse because then yeah. you're constantly in denial you're shelving that issue that you have within yourself with yourself will be like yo I'm you are not my puppet yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like you gotta figure it out on your own yeah like, that's what I believe you know I mean did you case, speaking yeah. of figuring it out on your own another thing that people could do and don't do enough perhaps is seek help like therapy and stuff did I you do any of that therapy. no actually i mean a lot of people have advised me my close friends you know sure. they're like okay you're going through this maybe you should yeah seek help and stuff but i always try to it's it's, it's a filipino thing i want to do okay. shit by myself i want to do it myself if sure. there's a problem i got to find the root so a lot of reading a lot of researching obviously you can't cure yourself huh कभी कभार मैं मैं भी फक हो जाती हूँ यार मतलब दो दिन पहले मैं बैठी हुई थी मेरे दोस्त मुझे देखने कहते मारिया हम हम अच्छा काम कर रहे तुम्हें क्या क्या हुआ एंड आई लाइक यार गाइस जब तुम लोग अपने घर से निकलोगे ना अपने अम्मी अबू के घर से फिर मैं तुम्हें बताऊंगी फिर तब पूछना मैंने Hmm. but it's just this will that i have my power of will inside within me that i just cannot agar ye battle apne aap ke sath hai na i can't lose myself if hmm. that makes any sense sure so i never really seeked help i decided to do it the much longer um cost free way which is <laughs> sure yeah, yeah. You know, okay. Because um, therapy is not cheap in Pakistan. It's not cheap, dude. It's not yeah. cheap. Trust me. One time, man, boy, fuck over me. I was fighting with my ex-boyfriend. I was like, dude, you suck. And like, full ham lerde the. And that was a very toxic relationship. But mm. you know, I just went online. I'm like, online therapy. I need online therapy. Mm. And then I'm like, what? A hundred dollars for an hour? <laughs> Fuck that! No, thank you. I'm fine. Something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so things like that. Like I'm like, okay, Nico. I believe that everything has multiple solutions. Mm-hmm. It's how you curate them. Okay. Um, I don't believe that. अगर मेरे पास पंद्रह सौ रुपए एक घंटे के लिए नहीं है, तो मैं फिर थेरेपी नहीं करूँगी. I don't believe that. I will okay. find another way sure. to make. that work for me beshak agar if it's to go to the therapist or to research online heaven's sake we live in a digital age every yeah. single online yeah. every answer every solution mr google is like out there you know sure. he's helping us all so mm. so that that's that's the way i go about it these little things really help 
Um, and not just with a loss, with anything. With anything. Um, and then when do you move to Karachi and all this? Two years after approximately 2019 is when you said 2019, you moved to March. Karachi. Yeah. March 2019. Uh, why did you move to Karachi? You know, I was just really upset with myself. I wasn't happy. I wasn't, it was the, it was a time where I kind of just thought that, fuck it. I don't want to do music anymore. People aren't appreciated towards me. Okay. I wasn't getting gigs. I was constantly surrounded with people who were giving me false promises that, ha ha, that was also the time I found out that I've, been ripped off over uh, 900,000 rupees uh, worth of cash uh, that people have made off of me without my knowledge. And I was in a very, very dark part in my career, in my life, in my personal life. Everything was falling apart. I was losing money. I was losing friends. I dumped my ex. I decided to move to uh, sorry, I decided to visit Dubai, my best friend who, you know, she lives there. Um, there was a lot of things that was going down and I was just not happy. I was not in a good place. Hmm. So January 2019 was when uh, I did this little endorsement for Maria B. I was the face of one of their perfumes, okay. which was sort of like turning everything around slowly for me. Because then that was the first time I came to Karachi as well for a show. And that's where I met a bunch of really cool people who I still work with now. Um, they were like, you know, Karachi is the hub. Like, this is where the work's at. If you want to make a couple bucks, then you should consider coming here more often. I was like, okay, but I don't know anybody here. <laughs> like, how do I do this? Mm. So then fast forward March, previously there was a project here. And we did the shoot, etc. Then, you know, a bunch of the people around me at that time were like, you should really consider this. Like, stay back one month and see how you feel and then make your decision. Hmm. And I stayed back. deliberately please. And I've literally did that for one month. I was bouncing off from people's couches. Uh... I never really looked at it as like, oh, because I was very well aware at that time that there's yeah. no other way. And so and yeah, you're, then and I, you're like a full adult at this point. Like you're also not a child. So you've seen yeah. all, a lot of shit yeah. at this point. I had to basically when mom got ill, when she was diagnosed, that was when I had to grow up instantly. Really you quickly, know? yeah. Yep. really quickly so i grew up and uh decided that okay i was like all right i guess i just have to figure this out by myself i did it and then obviously when i started to understand okay, okay this is how it's this is how you talk to people here this is how people are obviously it's a whole new different mm. karachi is so different from punjab mm. not just for the fact of the provincial differences but just you <laughs> yeah. know culture the environment is fully different the environment people here are very like People here are constantly hustling. Yeah. They just want to make money. Everybody wants to make money. So it felt like, okay, this is what makes sense for me right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to stick to this. But okay. huh? obviously, after that, uh, you know, I mean, Karachi wasn't kind to me. Now, it's a little bit better since August. 
Okay. Is that, so how does the YouTube thing figure into that? Because you start out as a musician. Yeah. Then Beach Beach May, you're doing visual campaigns. So there's like a bit of, like you're a model yeah. almost. Yeah. Or, actually yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then you start your youtube channel started a while ago like four or five years yeah. ago you've yeah. been posting on and off yeah. Yeah. um but i see now that over the past three four or maybe more months if i'm getting the timeline wrong i have no sense of time now um <laughs> <laughs> there was you've been posting more sort of regularly more like proper insights kind of, yeah. into your life and then yeah. recently, you've been doing a lot of work or just hanging out a lot with Alina, Momina, Omar. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how how's that journey been? And also, one thing I want to talk to you about, which I don't see other people doing as much, but perhaps that's because you're a bit older, you've seen a, more, a few more things. You've also been very vocal, or at least there also seems to be some sort of always reference to like haters in your yeah. posts and stuff yeah um which other people don't do and that i don't think because they don't get hate because that's not who we are as people we hate everything yeah. um yeah. but <laughs> you talk about it so just how how's that journey been overall the youtube so youtube uh, youtube initially i decided to start youtube back in 2017 mm-hmm. when you know strong was still very much hip and hoppin and then sure. i did uh, a collaboration for carnetto with uh Hurim by josh the band okay. josh yep and so logon ko ye lag raha tha ki ji maria bahut ek superstar ban gayi hai aur maria bahut ek expensive zindagi guzari hai kyunki bilkul nahi tha ki main samne mein rahi thi apne family ke sath hum ek portion mein rehte the aur humne puri apni zindagiyan isi tarah chalayi hai we are very minimalistic people we don't like extravagant bougie things like sure. hum, we're not made that way you know mm. our mom my mother didn't raise my brother and i um like that and my dad also he's a very simple man he's super down to earth you know he's not in in like that thing like hamare paas ek achhi gaadi honi chahiye bahar se ghar acha dikhna chahiye no he's like bhai chhat hai khana hai yeah bas fit hai you know yeah so i wanted to show people that bro what you guys are thinking is not the case like this is my life main afghani burger khati hu thele se like niche bite thele kehte hain kya kehte hain thele kehte hain ha like you know like that's i i i also eat street food i also walk maybe cab tab to matlab kareem bas naya naya shuru hua tha main phir bhi i was calling taxis and sitting down in cabs and shit that was the whole point phir uske baad you know when brands started approaching saying ki hum aapki ye video sponsor kar lenge ye wo i was like no man i don't want this to be another source of income like that's just added stress right. for no reason right. this is just a place where i just want to show people that oh look this is my life and this is what it is um mm. then i stopped making vlogs for the month for the year of 2019 because mm. that was when i was still figuring out shit trying to figure out all that jazz so i just took a break for a year i restarted recently in during the quarantine phase of our lockdown when everybody was just home mm. i was like okay i need to do something and i need to do it fast because i need to keep my mind distracted and i want to polish my video editing skills and yeah. like my production skills so wahan se phir shuru hua that's when i started talking about living alone that's when i started talking about 
you know, just general shit, crying in front of the camera, dyeing mm. my hair, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then um, I reached out to, so Momina, I reached out last year because I was like, yo, you're fucking cool, man. Mm. Like, can we be friends? Um, and then she was like, what? No, you're cool. Can, mm. can we be friends? Um, so I was like on and off in touch with Momina. And like, these guys are much younger than me, but they don't make me feel it. Because they're right. so much older for their age. It's almost like yep. they remind me of myself when I was 18. If that makes any sense. I was like, yep, I was exactly like that. Cool. Nice. Don't do this, please. You know? <laughs> like, you know? So I'm also, they call me mom. Yeah. And they're like, you're like a big sister slash mom slash friend. Hmm. So then, uh, and then Alina kind of just came into the picture as well. She blew up. I started following Alina on YouTube when she was still like 2000 subscribers. So I was like, yo, this girl is a, I was so impressed by her narration skills. I was like, wow, mm. so I reached out to her on Instagram. She freaked out. She's like, oh my God, I know you. I'm like, oh, thanks man. <laughs> Famous. Um, so yeah, we just sort of like got together. We, uh, the three of us sat down one day and just met up for coffee and food. And then I was like, guys, just come over let's just make a video let me like feed you guys vegan food like let's see how you'd like it because they had never had uh vegan food before so they came over and i fed them that video blew up and then it just sort of became instantly a regular thing i was just constantly finding them at my house every time like like finding in the sense like it was always like one thing led to another and i'd be like yo what are you guys doing come over or yeah. yo, uh, you know, and then now it's become such a cute little group of ours where they ask me for advice and I've asked them for advice because I learned so much in terms of content creation and video editing and this and that. And like, okay, what are, what are the kids watching these days? Like, what kind of music do you guys listen to? Or do the people like you think would enjoy like, a sure. you know, there's a lot of give and take and mm. they really look up to me. I really look up to them and it's a great relationship that we've sort of developed, but obviously there is a huge age gap. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Which, what, late teens, early 20s or late yeah. teens? Late teens. Uh, Omar is 21, okay. but he acts like a 17 year old. Right. <laughs> but, but, but there's nothing wrong in that. Sure. There's nothing wrong in that because like, you know, it takes time to me 21, maybe I thought I was the shit. I'm not going to yeah. lie. When I was 21, I was like, fuck y'all bitches. I know what I am worth of. Yeah. But like, no, I was dumb idiot. Um, every so, five you know, years, every five years you gain yeah, in age. Yeah. 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 It, the past five years seemed like 15 years ago. Like, yeah. You're like, I don't yes. believe I was doing this. And yeah. it's just five years ago. Um, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's... I think two years ago, what was I doing? And I yeah. think, wow. <laughs> Like, I just, like, start to shake. But, yeah, so that's, like, the whole bond that I have with them. And for me, YouTube is just, like, a little place where I can just, no filter. You'll rarely ever see me put makeup on on my YouTube videos. Sure. Because I'm like, not do glam sham. Like, you know, like, I'm just not. That does seem to be, when I spoke to Momina, uh, that was one of the things that made her famous is not something that she was consciously trying to do with Momina and then there's the other girl, Haya. And Irfan put put us on to them, and he's like, these guys are like super natural people. 
And when you speak to them, it's like, yeah, I'm in my room. I made a video talking about, you know, what I did in my room and that's it. It's not like, you know, I jumped off a building and then I put this amazing screen grab as the thumbnail or yes, I games to make this video. It's just so natural. Um, and it makes sense then that that's what you saw from their vibe as well. Absolutely. I mean, it was incredible. I really enjoyed it. And, mm. and now we've sort of just become like this little family, you know, like these guys really, they look up to me in a way that like, they see that I live on my own. Like full on pata hai ke. Yeah. Okay. 20th onwards, Maya loses her shit because she has to pay rent, which mm. is like any adult yeah. in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know, the last crunch Okay. No, I cannot. <laughs> I can't go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. Like during the summer this, this year around, I lost my, like I lost weight drastically. Mm. Um, Cause I just didn't have money for food. Right. For like one month I was living by myself. Uh, and I was just like, it's not that I didn't have money for food. I was too scared to spend money on food. Because I was like, no, 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 this is how you can do it. So like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you don't realize that you're not eating. You need to eat. Eating food is not a luxury. It's a necessity. necessity I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it resulted in me losing a lot of weight. And like, when I finally, when, you know, we were able to travel, I road tripped with a family friend to Islamabad. And when I got home, my brother and my dad were like, you need to eat girl yeah. <laughs> and i'm like sorry i didn't i didn't realize that i lost that much weight and when i checked i was like 44 kilos which is 44 wow yeah. i mean i know men and women are sort of built different and 44 i don't remember when i was 44 <laughs> no i was severely underweight severely yeah. underweight. okay um, wow i mean to drop from like 50 kilos to 44 it was it was very very yeah, yeah, and so, even 50 is not like a lot. So it's not like you went height, from... It's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's not like you were overweight. No, I was never with. overweight. Yeah. No, no, not at all. So just imagine like normal yeah. weight. Yeah, But the big point be like my cheekbones were so prominent. Mm. And I never knew I, I had prominent cheekbones till like if you go to a couple of my previous posts on Instagram or my videos, for, for example, you can tell. And... That's how I realized a little shit, man. I need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I started eating a lot of junk food to gain that weight back. Okay. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Great. No, I think um, so. Now, I guess we're sort of towards the end of everything I had to ask. I think. Uh, what What are you looking to do for the future now? There's a bit oh. that I haven't talked to you about because I think that's oh. a long conversation. Um, so <laughs> we can do part two of this interview. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I have something I'll talk to you about after we stop recording. But okay. um, but that's sort of like about the music industry and how things go in Pakistan. Not like nothing. It's an agenda of mine I've been pushing. Um, <laughs> but so what, what do you, now that you're here and, you know, you did the thing with Gulamad and your YouTube thing is picking up and... Um, you know, you're still working on music. You said you were recording, spending a lot of time in the studio. Yeah. What's 2020 is almost over. We sort of lost a year. The world just lost a year. Um, 
I feel like I gained a lot. You did. You did really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people made a lot of progress too. But yeah. what's what's twenty twenty one looking like? Hopefully, I'll have the album out by then. Okay. Um, the album that I've been working on throughout this year, mm. and a little bit of last, a couple more music stuff. I just want to keep throwing out music. Sure. Um, maybe potentially start a business. I don't know. Okay. It's in the works. Everyone's doing merch. The thing is, well, merch is like not even a business for me. I'm doing merch. I am actually working on my merchandise. So yeah, that'll also come out. Yeah. But no, it's it won't be. Merch is like a token of thanks, I guess you could say. Sure. But like okay. give me money so that you can get that. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but, like a, but I'm thinking like a long-term business. Um, okay. Look, man, in, 40, in three years, no, in four years, I'm going to be 30 years old. Mm. I don't want to be 30 and still like running after people to give sure. me my payments i want to have my own business things be stable hopefully have a kid by then maybe i don't know or plan to have a kid by then sure um so that's why i feel like now like 2021 should i want to start this year with good things and good vibes just like everybody else planning so 21 will probably be lots of music more collaborative work, hopefully more brand endorsements because that's where the money's at. Yeah, yeah. And um, definitely start something, some sort of a business. Um, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm still figuring out what I want to do, but okay. that's, that's big, big adult things. I feel big so adult things. Yeah. Tiga. <laughs> <laughs> so I think at least, uh, if not before, but when that business is up and running, how about you come back and we talk about it? Let's do it. I'm so yeah. excited. Okay. Hopefully soon. <laughs> um, I think that's it then. Uh, people, if you want to find her, you know who she is. You'll find her <laughs> on, just put her name in and she's on Instagram. She's already on your Instagram and her YouTube. Um, your music is great. You honestly seem like a good person and hopefully things keep going upwards for Thank you. Thank you. You seem to Thank be in a good so place much. and it's good to see that. Thank you so much. Um, I'm at the Mahal of her. There's doing stuff. We'll be back at some point. Um, yeah, keep your part, group account. We'll talk to you later. We're going to stop recording now. Okay, thank you for coming. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>